Guten Tag, and welcome to another quality content module freshly ground by Small Beans, where ideas are always percolating. If you enjoy this pod, please consider joining our community over at patreon.com slash smallbeans, where only three bucks a month gets you access to double the content, including Patreon-exclusive series like Spielboys and Star Trek The Next Futurama, plus bonus episodes of your SB favorites. Much love, and enjoy the thing. It's time for Dad's Now. Look, it's all about dads. I don't want you talking about anything but dads. Cause it's all dads now. You, you, oh, but you heard the intro, right? Oh, you listened to the last, the first episode. <laughs> yeah, right, I did. Is, it was right. musical. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. It's great. I, was like, I think I it's great. Oh, Let me just so uh, real quick. I just gotta do something real quick here. Nothing. Nothing related to going to small beans. <laughs> I didn't uh, even realize that you had uh, to Let me just uh, That's hold, so on. Great. hold on. That's so great. Hold on. Hold on. Hold wow, on. This is going to be a live stream, an unboxing video. Oh, thing. yeah. I always, I always listen to it, and I really like it. <laughs> it's beautiful. You're beautiful in it. That's so funny. It's this so is amazing. You, you should leave this in, me in real time discovering the theme to... Uh, the podcast I'm in. Uh, that's so great. Listen, I'm like what? one of those actors who doesn't watch the movies they're in because it ruins the method. Yeah, but it's also your big time in me, Dave. <laughs> you're real big time right now. It's not about big time. I have to edit most of the Gamefully Unemployed podcast. So mm-hmm. if I don't have to listen to something with my voice in it, I yeah. won't. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. It's just funny. It's just... It's funny to sometimes think that I uh, I'm friends with you more than you're friends with me is one way of saying it. <laughs> that uh, is I untrue. Want you, I want you to I want you I want validation from that you. That is untrue. You Do you shit. listen to the hypecasts you're in? No, but I've listened to some of them. I listen to every frame rate, unless it's a movie I haven't seen. That's not true. Yeah, I listen to all the Kings of Kings. I listen to all you guys' stuff. It's just what I casually listen when to. When you're in it. Yeah, no, like, yeah, if I'm not in it, I'll listen to it. That's the thing. You guys are just my podcast network, like that I'm <laughs> just casually listening to, if that well, makes now sense. Now I feel bad because I don't listen to everything you do. Exactly. So who's so, more of a friend than yeah, who? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got me there. You got me there. And I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> I won Dave, our friendship. Dave wins. Um. So this is this is a bunch of loose horse shit. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So this is inside dads. Mm. You heard it. Uh, I'm Abe Epperson, and I'm uh, joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm David Bell. Yeah, dude. We're here to talk about dads. Yeah, we and are. We, wa- we wanna we wanna dissect what a dad movie is. And Dave and I have been talking about this for years because we love them. Uh, and we wanted to dissect what what is the genre of dad really like? What makes up the tenets of dad? 
when do you have a dad movie all on your hands? When is dad all over your hands? Yeah. And, um, you know, we decided that it, it transcends genre. So we started to choose episodes around different genres. And this episode is about romance, mm. the idea of the romance film. And we were like, what is a dad romance movie? And what did yep. we decide? Dave? Well, I mean, they read the title, but really what it takes is an Aaron Sorkin script. This is The American President. Yes, it is. 1995. Uh, written by Aaron Sorkin on crack cocaine and directed by Rob Reiner, possibly also on crack cocaine, but not for sure. This is, um, I'll give you a real quick rundown. This is about the president of the United States, a widower, uh, starts to date a lobbyist. And boy, oh boy, is that complicated for them. Yes, it is. This is, I want to talk a little before we get into the into the dad, what this movie means to me. And I want to know what it means to you. Yes, smart. Abe, this movie works for me. I it love works. this stupid fucking movie. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I uh uh like we like most movies that we're talking about to at least one of us, it's a movie that works. We cry when they want us to cry. Yes. We feel when they want us to feel. I laugh when they want me to laugh. It gets me every time. We're the prime demographic. Right. And I want to break down why I think that works. Um yeah. Because right. and this is about Sorkin real quick. I mm -hmm. most most of the time I watch Sorkin, especially now, uh, it's very cynically. It's very yeah. like hand jerk off motion. That's right. But Sorkin can be really good when the right actors do it. Uh, A Few Good Men, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This movie is made by Annette Benning and Michael Douglas. They, they fucking slay. Yeah, they just pop right off the screen. They're in their prime fuckable years. They're, 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 <laughs> yeah, they really pop. They're amazing. <laughs> Uh, uh, the f most fuckable president yes. on that we've ever seen on screen. Similarly, I could also watch an entire movie of just Michael Douglas bullying Michael J. Fox, uh, yes. because that's another dynamic that just pops for me. You, and you know what also works is uh, just the little fucking Republican rat R Richard Dreyfus. Oh my Ooh, God, I Ricky Dreyfus! Oh, he fucking! I love it. Christmas came early, or whatever yeah, he says. Yeah, exactly. It's so he's perfect. He he's knows perfect. he's perfect. Yeah, and I just the one thing I this movie doesn't have is I want them to have like a presidential debate and just like cross examine each other, which oh, doesn't yeah. happen in presidential debates. But I wanted to, of course, and just yeah, I just want them to just maximize them dunking on each other. But yeah, obviously. We get the the you know the finale the big gesture in this movie like in all romance films uh, comes down to a speech and uh, we'll get into it but yeah that speech is just dunking on Richard Dreyfus which yeah. is so much fun because it's a dad film and you got yeah. a, and a Sorkin film which means it has to add the last uh, line of the script has to be and then everyone clapped uh, and it has yes. to be a fucking speech. Yes, that's right. It's a Sorkin baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to uh, kind of just reflect what you were just dropping and the vulnerability that you express, because, you know, uh, that's one thing that dad movies do is they don't let you be vulnerable that often, but they do signal when you can be vulnerable. And I think that this podcast is a safe space and I thank you for your vulnerability and mm -hmm. I'll reciprocate and say uh, and reference another romance film, Ditto. Um, 
You know, nice. like I think I think uh, I'm the same exact way with this movie. The stars are popping. Uh, the writing's, you know, doing its thing. Um, but it's more of just the tone and the vibe of uh, the story, the uh, charisma of the leads. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fantastic. Uh, so we're pretty gushing about the American president. Yeah, and I well, I want to note this movie's dumb. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it sets up. It's it's like it's it's a power fantasy playing in a head, which I yes. think is part of what makes it a dad film. But we'll get into it. Uh, so like everything that like all the things that you want to happen happen, and it's not. It, it feels like a movie that would be in like a Thirty Rock. You know what I mean? It feels like a parody yes. of a movie. The rural juror kind of yeah. yeah, and I no. f- fucking love it, and it works. I it's feel totally. It. It's perfect. There's ah ah. Well, let's without further ado, let's enter our first segment where we just the big segment, the the big chunk, the chunker, the dad bod of the episode. Yeah, uh, let's get inside this dad, and we're just gonna like we're just gonna actually just go through the movie and talk about scenes that right really. Um, elucidate dadness i have a couple of broad dad strokes uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh once again aaron sorkin directed by rob reiner dad film all the way baseline all the way. level of dad film um the big so the two two things i want to know about the entire plot is we're exploring a romantic comedy how do you make that a dad situation well you mm-hmm. need one of them to bomb stuff you need political intrigue you need mm-hmm. Martin Sheen. Like <laughs> I, Martin Sheen's here doing yeah. politicking. You need you need you need like it's it's the equivalent of taking um a dog's medicine and wrapping it in bacon <laughs> where it's like we need to feed you a romantic story but we need to give it to dads. How do we do that? You know, Just we make Oh yeah, one the of them dog. is the president, you know? Uh, and again, he's mm-hmm. like playing pool with Martin Sheen. They're talking about bombing <laughs> another Sheen country. Is just so it's clear, Martin Sheen's the bacon. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the, the bacon. He's, he's what you were and Michael Douglas. The, the whole, pill. the whole, yeah, the whole plot, so uh, that we can enjoy what we're like. Because dads are like, what is this a chick flick? What is exactly. Annette Benning? I mean, she's hot, but like, she what is are we very doing? hot. It's yeah. Like, and then Martin Sheen, and we're like, oh, okay, now I see the point of this movie. Right, exactly. Uh, so great. Yeah. Um, the other big daddy detail throughout, because I just, I wanted, to, I, I started, I was calling this out in the notes that I realized I should just say this out front. This movie is about romanticizing a workaholic. Huge yes. dad energy of that. That's huge dad energy. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot on that. There's yeah, so many the, scenes that really talk about that. Right. So many scenes end with Michael Douglas going, I got to cut this short. I got to go to work. And her being like, oh, you, I love you because he's the president. And so to a workaholic dad, it's like, that's right. You respect that I have to work. Damn it. That's right. Work is important. Yeah. Um, In fact, I think I made a note at one point that I think that all, except for maybe one, every kiss between Michael Douglas and Annette Bening is interrupted. Yep. And that's exactly it says it all right yeah it's part of the dynamic it's the fish out of water romantic comedy where it's like you know it's isn't there isn't there a movie where someone like dates a princess uh i feel like that's maybe several movies it's that idea is he's the princess he's the big important uh person whose life is he's never alone he's Mm -hmm. he's always hustling and bustling and like that's 
that's part of the romance, which is like they're constantly surrounded by activity and they're just trying to carve out a a romance. But what it also says is like, yeah, he's a workaholic and, you know, she has to accept that. Um, Mm. I mean, because they're creating a scenario where it is acceptable. He's the president. Like Mm. if you're dating the president, you would accept this. It's not. You know, it, it's not dickish of him to have to work under right. these circumstances. That's right. Uh, and and because that, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about exactly how uh, the deconstruction of this movie really shows you how unequal and how Sorkin, uh, it's male facing. It's everything is surrounding around the male fantasy. Right. Um, there are bits of female fantasy in it, but like it's mostly to placate the American president. Yes. Uh, and the movie I wanted to point out starts with basically the West Wing intro. Yes. Uh, the music, and it pans over faces and busts of dead presidents. It blasts you with reference. Blasts also, you. It just, I just want to point out, it's dead presidents, and then it's horses, and it's clocks. <laughs> and, and old books, yes. It's yeah. all the dead shit. It's a bunch of white monsters, and uh, fucking just... <laughs> Uh, and there's an American flag as well. Yeah, uh, compare always. this to like the opening of the judge, because that was yeah. another one. It was like montage of reverence and history. Just love that traditionalism. Yeah. You know? Uh, and yeah, Jesus Christ. And you mentioned that. For, I just want to unpack a little bit. You mentioned, and this was news to me because you uh, you brought this trivia to me uh, maybe a year or two ago, and I had just forgotten about it. But it was when you retold it, told me it, I was like, I forgot about how how true it is when you watch it. Aaron Sorkin did crack yeah, while writing this. Not yeah, not a joke. In an interview, not he cocaine. said he like, he was, was in a crack. like a four seasons hotel and just smoking <laughs> crack. Uh, in writing this movie and i it's probably my favorite thing he's ever done it's so Uh, good and like i don't want to contribute to someone's addiction no all i'm saying is that maybe the crack crack aaron sorkin (laughs) yeah and it's well it's got it's full sorkinisms and you don't really feel the crackiness of it i guess you don't feel the crack you don't feel the crack but that the thing is sorkin is kind of crack when you think about it i mean when he's normally like he's for example after the movie it does its be- credits, it starts with a walk and talk, and it's all the bustle, as you said. Michael yeah. Douglas is a t- he's a I'm tired of this shit president. You It'd know, be he's amazing, just a normal- by the way, if he kept smoking crack or asking about crack in the movie. <laughs> in the movie, yeah, that, um, that was the first draft, and yeah, they had so, to cut it out. But the walk and talk, he's getting a fish. Very yeah. dad, very dad, very dad, and he's just a normal working president at this point. Like he's so comfortable in the role of president, right. and everyone orbits him as he firmly walks, knowing everyone's name. And I think the goal is that all men want to be him. Right? This is what we're doing from well, the get go. Also, he's the daddy. All the he's kids daddy. following him he's like baby ducklings, America's squawking dad. along. Yeah, yeah. And this is what we want our life to be like. We want someone to get flowers for people yeah you know we want to be able to order that delegate it uh, yeah. be captain of the ship he knows everybody's name good morning charlie he says to the gardener he mm-hmm. knows everybody's fucking name he's getting he's he's a meta dad in that he's dad of the country then he's dad of the office mm-hmm. like that's part of it and then we also learn that he has he a, dead a dead wife 
He's got a dead wife and a daughter. Yep. Guess what? Ding, ding, ding. A clever daughter. A clever daughter, just like in fucking The Judge. And just, then yep. just like in The Judge, women are in peril because his mm-hmm. wife is no more. She died before There's the movie There's a tragedy began. at the center before or during the inciting incident. That's yep. something we're learning about dad films. And guess what, Dave? He forgot to sign the permission slip for her class. Yeah, he's a good dad. He just doesn't understand the little things. The little things are Just like the, the judge. Yep, it's right back to making deals and solve America. But when it comes to his daughter, he's... He needs a little help, you know? Yeah. But he she loves him and he little... loves her. Of course. They're perfect. Uh, and then, so the movie basically kind of gives us this pastiche. And then we get, like, the stakes of his political future, which is that they introduce this crime bill. And it's a gun control bill that's soft on guns. And Michael J. Fox is there, who is, like, I believe a speechwriter. And he's just like, I don't like this, and I'm going to be the moral center, and I'm going to tell you, like, what... I'm Michael J. Fox's character is essentially, this is who you I know you right. are, deep it's weird. down. He's like the scummy... He's like the scummy political guy mm. who is also really concerned about the, the moral heart of... And fabric of yeah, everything. Which yeah. is like a weird... It's a weird idea, but it works because it's Michael J. Fox, and he's making it work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah he says sure. about the crime bill, he wants to win it by a couple of touchdowns because, you know, dads uh, and they watch and they go, oh, touchdowns, touchdowns. Yes, uh, I understand now because the idea is he really wants it's a it's an election year. And yeah. so he's concerned about he wants to show that he can fucking be a president. And um, Michael J. Fox is like, yes, but. We should really also like try to do good things, right? Not just mm-hmm. try to win. Yeah, it's not about winning the one. Uh, well, that's like kind of the crux of it. It's fighting the fight. It, they say it literally at one point in Act Three. It's fighting the battles you know you can win versus fighting the battles that you have to fight. Yes, um, which is so very like liberal. Uh, it's yeah. like the super liberal, like centrist kind of. Oh yeah, this of is yeah, this is the Democrat dad film. Like this yeah. is the equivalent of like a Clint Eastwood film for the right. Mm-hmm. Like this is for liberal dads. We, I we imagine sh- it's Sorkin after all. I imagine it's it was designed for Ed Begley Jr. That's what yeah. I imagine. Uh, we get a scene where we see uh, John Mahoney's there, who's Frazier's dad. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, because um, it's a dad film. And this is kind of the Annette Benning arc start, where we get the Global Defense Council. That's the, the right. lobby, which is really confusing. And I wonder if this is an so, element of crack or I don't understand how <laughs> lobbies work, but they're called the global defense council, but they're an environmental lobby. Well, they're defending the globe from I, climate from change, climate change, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So the pre- I, think, I, I actually yeah. do. So I think a lot of lobbyist groups have sneaky names. Uh, that's uh, probably true. Yeah. This is a weird one. Um, but yeah, the idea is it's it's basically the crime bill versus an environmental bill, right? Exactly. He's got both of them, and they're both kind of useless. But like the GDC, the Global Defense Council, doesn't like it because they want it to be more, you know, aggressive, and they're scared that since the 
American president is popular, that if the bill passes anyway, they're going to look useless and like kind of right moot the, in so the, the bill, conversation. The bill they're pushing is for twenty four percent reductions. Michael Douglas is going to push a ten percent reduction, yeah. and is basically saying you can either support this or not. If you don't support it, mm-hmm. then it it like ruins your pull around Washington, right? Yeah. Um, if it gets passed. And That's they right. bring in a lobbyist. The they I think they refer to her as like a bulldog one something a pit like that. Bull. Pitbull. Yeah. Um Annette Benning, who shows uh, up at the White House mm-hmm. and in a very fucking sorkin way has nothing but reverence for the White House itself. She is yeah. wowed oh, by the man. White House. Wowed. And the security she- guard knows Frank Capra. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things that I love in Sorkin films that it's like bet she didn't think, bet she didn't assume that uh you know, you have a character that assumes that someone like a uh, like a security guard wouldn't know a reference, and then the security guard comes back with like full of references. Yeah, of sure I, I do. That. And that's a very wh- Sorkin thing. It's very Sorkin because I would argue Sorkin thinks that his audience also doesn't think that this this shitty little lower class security guard wouldn't know Frank Capra. Right. Like that's the movie treats it of like, oh wow, he does know. And it's like, why wouldn't he know? He works at the fucking White House. Of course he knows. Also he could be into movies. I don't know. People (laughs) like different stuff. Why are you assuming anything? You weirdo. Uh but yeah, that's that's right. But again, reverence. White House. White House is a temple in this. She is almost uh, she's almost like fawning over the fact that she's there, which gives us this in where it's like, you know, that she's going to be hot for the president. Yeah. That's like what this is all setting it up. Right. But we can't introduce a character exactly like this. This is a romance film. So she is that pit bull. And she's like, look, you're nerfing this environmental bill. Uh, she, I, she claps back, you know, at the chief of staff, Martin Sheen, uh, and then several times this happens in the movie. Yes. Douglas president sneaks into the room. Like he sneaks into the room and overhears something that someone doesn't wish for him to hear. Right. It It's wild that it keeps happening because it's right. one of those things that you, you bring out once. But yeah. I think this is such a dad fantasy that they yes. had to do it multiple times, which is the yeah. idea of having the social upper hand. Because mm-hmm. it's the it's the do you know who I am moment. That's yeah. and it's every dad's fantasy is like to have this moment, right? Is to, to have someone embarrassed and kind of under your thumb for just a second. Yes, yeah. because of they ooh, they misjudged the situation. Because uh, it also causes flirty. It's yeah. an easy access to flirt. It's like it makes you look like you're like, oh, I'm go- I'm not gonna be mean about it. I'm not gonna make you squirm. Right. So that shows how good of a person I am. Right. So she talks trash, not knowing he's right behind her. And right. of course he speaks up and she's like, oh my God, it's the president. I'm so sorry. Uh, and, and I fucking love it. And I it fucking happens, love it. it. Should we note when it, we can get to it when it happens again later. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about when it, we were there. And then uh, what she, I would argue terrifying, this movie's terrifying, by the way, if you imagine her not being attracted to him. Yes. This opening, because then yes. he's like, he like says a few things and he leaves, uh, and then he's like, Sydney, can you join me in the rec room, which is what he calls the Oval Office. We learn, or yeah, that's the Oval Office, and he and gets her alone and like 
debates this yes. bill with her. And it's important also that he's like, all right, I'll meet you in, in the rec room in a second. And I think it's important to note that she goes through and she goes, oh, shit, I'm in the Oval Office. And then he pops out of a completely different door yeah. like a fucking magician. Because once yeah, he's again, running. that's the thing is that the way we you and I have described like horror movies is that the monster controls the environment. Right. It's important that Douglas President controls this environment. Yeah. So it is kind of a horror movie when you think about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, again, any romantic comedy, if you imagine the, the woman not being into it, suddenly gets a lot a more sinister yeah. because he's getting her alone. He makes a deal with her and basically says, if you can get all the votes, then we'll endorse it because he doesn't mm. think she can get the votes. So that's what's being set up here. Yeah, that's the business. But then he just like tries to ask her out. Yeah, um, he tries, and he that's when it's with like, her and when, she doesn't get it. Right. She doesn't and, register. And, and, nor it. should she. No. And then she tells him off, and guess what she does? She, he goes, he says something like, uh, you can't do that, Sydney." And she's like, oh, I think I can. And he's like, no, 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 no. And she says, who's going to stop me? And he's like, the Secret Service for once. You're going out the wrong door. And uh, she has to do the fucking same bit again, where yeah. she loses steam and goes, she, oh, I'm so sorry. Yep. I, 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 Oh, this is so embarrassing for me. Um, and I think there's something about dads trying, like they, once again, we're, we're talking about like just ways in which dads feel that it, they're entitled to be cute Yeah, because dads don't feel that they can just be cute. They ha there has to be a certain circumstance in which they're allowed to be playful. Right. Uh, this is and also this is one of them. The nerfing of a, a, a formidable woman kind of mm -hmm. where it's like, she's a also, political lobbyist. She is chewing him out, but she's, Oh, she's so awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, sure, the, man. I, and I mean, I have to know, I, I continue to love this. <laughs> Watch. No, no, this is every episode. I know we always are doing. like, this is so doing. stupid. Yeah. We'll watch it anytime. Yes. Uh, it's, it's also something we like, God, I, I'm so tired of the trope of oh, like awkward woman or like, uh, uh, like she, or if she like slips and falls. You remember Evolution, the movie right. Evolution. Uh, so, uh, with, uh, according to behind the scenes of that, and this is very telling, and this is like uh -huh. story of women in comedy. That was Julianne Moore's idea to be clumsy because they didn't give her anything to anything. be funny about. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, that's how it works. Yep, that's how uh, that's how it fucking works. Yeah, uh, and it's a uh, uh, goddamn tragedy. You can, you can see that where she's like, "All right, I guess I have to say these lines." So I can't mm -hmm. make the lines funnier. Mm -hmm. uh, so can I like fall down a bunch? Uh, that doesn't add more That's lines. That's comedy, like, sure. right? You're like, yeah. well, you're not really a super comedian, so... I guess that's probably why you went there. Right. You know? She's like, not, she might not be a She's funny, like, like trying, but it's not her fault. Everyone else has writers who are really right, good at Right. They this. should have given her lines that were funny. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway, yeah. enough about evolution. Not quite a dad <laughs> film, but definitely, well, actually, yeah. uh, eh, just not the one on this podcast. Yeah. Here, there's a, we get a net, another scene, which I, I do want to talk about Douglas President and Martin Sheen playing pool, but. Uh, oh, I, before yes. that, I want to reference a scene that we didn't cover, which there's two important things, which is that it was a uh, there's a scene with Martin Sheen and uh, Douglas President where they're they're walking. It's like the, at the end of the first day. And two things that I think are important is that there earlier in the day, there was a remark about him being a widow 
uh, yeah. Michael Douglas. And that made him sullen and introspective. So I think that's only important is just that he's thinking about fucking again. And then, you know, Sidney right. Allen Wade played by Annette Benning arrives. But the impor- second important thing I think for the dad tropism is that there's a back and forth where Douglas president asks Sheen to, to, to just call him Andy, which is something he does with a lot of yeah. people because he's folksy and he's a folksy president. He's but like, he, just call me Andy when we're, you know, off, you know, work. Yeah, but, but he has too much reverence. He has too much reverence for the office. So he has, so he keeps calling, sure thing, will do, Mr. President. Mr. And president. It's like, ah. So anyway, they, they're playing pool in this next scene and he mentions. Uh, attempting to date Annette Benning and Sheen says that he <laughs> I love that the initial reaction of Martin Sheen is we can just get some floozies yeah over he's here. like if you want a woman we can get and he's like what I also love it's very it's very dad they're playing pool he's uh-huh. a widower so he gets to um, he gets to but I, I don't know if you're going to shout out what I would consider to be one of the wildest quotes of this movie. Hit me with it, Dave. Okay, because they're talking. So basically, he's talking about the optics, right? And he yeah. goes, he goes like other presidents dated, and he's like, not on television they did it. Right. And he says, you said it a million times. <laughs> um, <laughs> this country, uh, like in modern day, this country does not elect a man in a wheelchair. To which I wrote. You say that a million times? Yeah. Why does Michael Douglas keep saying that? (laughs) What a weird specific thing to keep saying. Uh, Yeah, like, does he get a few drinks in him and he get like reverts back to the same rambling thing about how the country uh, would never elect a guy in a wheelchair? What an oddly specific thing. Hey, don't question dad, Dave. Uh, but yeah, the whole point is that the whole dating thing will hit his popularity. So we know where this is going because people won't, people won't know what to think about him dating again. Cause his wife has only been dead for like a year or something. something like yeah. Yeah. More than a year, but yeah. Well, no, uh, because the first time they ran, uh, so it's gotta be at least three years cause he ran oh, okay. as a widower. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind then. That's right. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, after the pool scene, uh, we we begin the sequences of the movie, the fun and game sequences, I guess, uh, where they start courting. I guess is the word I use because I have reverence for presidents. You know, yes, it's and there's fancy. a yeah, there's a lot of like, how did you get this number? I don't know. The FBI. The FBI. Uh, yeah, there's of course jokes. when he calls her the first time, she thinks he's a prank call. So we get the mm. exact same beat. Where she says, oh, ha, ha, yeah, okay, president, tell, you have a nice ass or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, she has to, uh, again, uh, once again, be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, your majesty. And yeah. the important part of the movie is that she doesn't really understand yet quite what this is, which I thought was, it's an interesting artifact in the movie. Because it's not really a date to her. I and get Annette it. And Benning's performance alludes that she does kind of get it well uh, he, he says like do you want to go to this and she's like i'd be honored to represent and an it's like yeah if biden yeah. called me and was like you want to go to this event i wouldn't assume I mean, he's trying I to would... fuck me right not necessarily yeah. um so yeah i think her performance alludes to her knowing kind of what this all is but the script really plays her not knowing and i think that's sorkin making it seem like she's clueless because that's cute to him right um, 
but I do understand it. I understand that you wouldn't assume the, because she finally asked him like, how have you done this before? And he's like, no. And that's, I think when it's supposed to dawn on her of like, Oh, right. okay. This is a thing. The president's yeah. trying to, he's trying to bone me. Okay. He, yep. Yep. And it's, and it's immediately matched by like, Douglas president's cluelessness as well. He hasn't done this for such a long time. In fact, he needs to get advice from his daughter. She ties his bow tie and we have a reference to, uh, you know, his dead wife again, because like, where'd you learn that? And he's like, mom. And it's, and, and it's like, Oh yeah. No, first she says nobody. And he has to be like, did mom teach you that? And I'm like, I don't know why she would lie. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and so they go to a ball because that's the first date. And we get this line that I love. We have to meet the uh, stupid president of France, too. They go president to, yeah. of France or some shit, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and there's this line that I love because it comes out of nowhere from some, I think it's uh, Martin Sheen's wife. But she's just, apropos of nothing, she's just like, they're talking about how they met and how, like, you know, like there's, there was some small stakes dunks on the president f- coming from Annette Benning. And this woman says, men like being insulted by women. It makes them feel loved. Right. I want I feel, yeah. That's just Sorkin coming right off the page. I also, yes. Uh, I wanted to add, like, AJ has a humiliation fetish, you know. Yeah. His kink is for yeah. me to, like, yell out obscenities at him. Yeah. I yell at him in public, and then I, we go home, and I punish his penis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Step on his balls. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I... Uh, at one, there's also a moment. So uh, the whole point of this sequence is that it's overwhelming for Annette Benning because photos are being taken. It all the pageantry of you know the office is there. Right, it's a and, fucking ball at the White House. Um, but and then I like of course to- the stupid president of France at the ball. Mm-hmm. isn't having fun and she speaks French because the movie's like, ooh, mm-hmm. it's once again like the fetish of being underestimated and impressing others where it's like, oh exactly. my God, she speaks French. She's so perfect. She's she... the perfect, yeah, dad. She's the perfect dad wife. Uh, yeah, she did. She's, she's a Sorkin woman because she also is underestimated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that at one point at the suggestion of uh, his daughter, um, he says to Net Benny, oh, nice shoes, by the way. Because right. that's something that you tell to women to let them feel good about themselves. And Annette Benning gives this look like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like she's so overwhelmed and that's how they play it. But it's also like, how does this guy not know that this is weird as fuck? Right. Uh, and it gets weirder. I, I will say, uh, not completely wrong. So what the actual rule is, I do believe, I mean, women listening Mm -hmm. can disagree with me, obviously, is, and this isn't just compliments from a, you know, it's compliments to anybody, any person. Um, Sure, yeah. Compliment a choice, not, Mm -hmm. uh, what I mean is, say, nice haircut, say, I like your shirt, don't say, I like your skin, (laughs) Or I like the figure of your body, something a they have no control. Yes. Compliment property. a decision that reflects their personality as opposed to a physical attribute they have no control over. That's I also all. like I also like the kind of adage that compliment for people really to understand if you want someone to really feel uh complimented, compliment the motivation, not the result. Yeah. Because then it's like I, you were doing this, and I see it as I'm opposed like, to you look nice in that dress. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless you know. the result is a disaster, 
Uh, that like also if, compliment that your disaster <laughs> is fantastic. If they're like bowling and they accidentally like hit a child with the bowling ball, don't be like, "Well, I liked the effort." Yeah, <laughs> Just quietly true. get that's out true. of the the bowling alley, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, the night gets weirder because he asks Benning to dance in front of everyone, which is you know that's that's a nightmare. And when she says yes, uh, she says yes, sir. I just want that. To yeah. Be known. So uh, th- there's a dynamic here I want to talk about throughout the whole, which I think is good Sorkin, which is whether or not she's able to let her guard down because he asks her to dance and she first says yeah I guess, and then she goes I mean. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. And so that's, and this is a point of contention. There is a moment where she sees him as a p- person. Uh, and so the the realization is she doesn't really want to dance that much. She's like, sure, I guess. Um, and they, uh, uh, this is skipping ahead a little, but a lot of their courtship is a series of line, airplane jokes. And what I mean by that is... Uh, uh, like the cockpit. What is it? Yes. It's a little room that has the pilots in it, but that's not important right now. So like, for example, uh, that's right. he's like, take off your coat. And she's like, Mr. President, this isn't going to work. And he goes, sure. Well, you just unbutton the buttons. Right. Right. It's like, oh, we're not talking about the same thing. Yep. And I'm going to make him. That's he, a deal. he does it to her like six fucking times. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and it's the same gag. And then spoilers, they have sex. And mm-hmm. uh, he has to uh, leave suddenly, and he says to her, "Well, we'll do it better next time." And she says, "I thought we did it pretty good this time." The power so she, has yeah, switched. Back. Yeah, yep. she's That's... now doing the dad joke to her, and uh, you will notice this is a dad joke. This is mm-hmm. the, their relationship. It is literally a dad joke. The balance is based off a dad joke. Every joke from Airplane is a dad joke, obviously. Mm. And so, yeah, they're fantastic. Th- their power dynamic is based on a dad joke. No, that's a great, great observation. Yeah, and it's and it's Sorkin's. Oh, it's Sorkin's. It's just bread and butter, baby. Right. Um. Yeah, and uh, I love that while they're dancing, it cuts to Dreyfus, and we get our. You know, it, we're thoroughly in the second act at this point, and we get the introduction of like a villain. <clears throat> Because Dreyfus is the Republican can't, a competition. Right. He like Ooh. smiles, right? He wrings his hands and he's basically like, I'll crucify you, Mr. President. Yeah. How amazing think- would this film be if we learn his motivation is just he's also wants to get set up with someone? <laughs> yeah, he's just lonely as <laughs> yeah. well. And he's just jealous. Yeah, yeah. I also think that his performance is real Dick Cheney. Yes. Uh, is this this is pre Dick Cheney though? It's pre Dick Cheney, but like, well, Dick Cheney was around, but right. it's like that whole that whole mob of undesirables. Didn't <laughs> he the... play in that stupid movie American Dreams with a Z? Didn't he play Dick Jesus Cheney? Uh, I think so. I'm looking it up right now. That 2006 just embarrassing Jesus, fucking movie. What a pull. Um, I don't because they. They never, they're not like one-to-one, like the names are different. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie was just really embarrassing liberal garbage from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was just like that really like wish fulfillment. Um, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of Willem Dafoe actually playing the chief of staff. God, um, perfect. Yeah. American Dreams with a Z. Check it out. That was, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I would talk hours about that <laughs> stupid fucking movie. I also like that. So she leaves for the date and she's 
this might just be me and how out of touch I am with women's clothes, but I like that if you date the president, it turns you into an old lady. Like when yes. she's driving home, she's wearing like I don't know a. Bl- she I don't well, know what you call arrives it. in it too. She's dressed it's, like like one of the like one of the weird mystical women in Dune. Like yes. she's got like this robe, it's a blanket this that robe old women her. and first ladies wear, right? Like yeah, a shawl, it's very classy. A shawl? Like a shoal? Is that what it's called? Yeah, a full body like shoal that. or something like that? Anyway, uh, he does more everyday guy stuff. Douglas President tries to order flowers, but he can't because the you know he has to have a credit card and he doesn't have that. So he has to have someone right. actually or- do that thing for him. He's also a is, real fucking nerd, which of course, as nerd. the president, he would be. Because he's like, what's the Virginia flower? Uh, and he's he wants to give her a nerd flower. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we then we get our uh, secondary conflict, or actually it's the main conflict really of the tale, which is Benning gets uh, flack from Frazier's dad uh, for dating the president because it just doesn't look good. Everything's about optics and politics is about perception. And quote, I hired a pit bull and I got a prom queen, yep. which is uh, you know obviously Benning goes like get the fuck out of here right like you have no business in my life and he's like no it's politics uh everything is business the most sorkin line where she goes that's unfair and he goes it's incredibly unfair yeah he's like i know it's unfair but it's the way the world is uh and so the movie (laughs) basically becomes everyone else in the movie saying that this relationship is a problem a real romeo and juliet situation yeah uh, but the two are just so taken with each other that they stay together. And I want to point out that the dad role here is to always push through and ignore the problem. Benning tries to tell him multiple times that her work is becoming a big issue with the relationship, and he's just like, let's get go get dinner. Yes, you know? and meanwhile, it's also the Republicans are smoking cigars and drinking scotch, as a Sorkin imagines they do. And uh-huh. as I guess Ben Shapiro also imagines they do. Yes. And uh, they're like, ha, 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 the president's got a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so they're going to, um, you know, use this against him. And everybody's sort of saying, what's his name? Bob Rumson? Uh, yeah. It feels it's... like a Rumsfeld uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Bob Rumson. <laughs> And and so everybody keeps starts telling Michael Douglas, you have to respond these to these character attacks, mm-hmm. and he's too serious and has too much reverence uh, to to did you know to respond he, yeah it's 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 reverence but it's also like when you hold this office you don't play in the mud with those that kind of suggestion right my character is because of my principles and my actions sir not because of some you know person who's just making things up right and it's like uh, sorkin fighting his own reverence because like this movie is a fantasy right that's why i love it yeah I, i'm a pretty left-leaning person i i like the idea that this is how the country is supposed to work but mm-hmm. you know, it yeah, and it's the the victory of civility. You know, it's yeah. like how things should work in a democracy, which is idealist and fantastic, uh, in every sense of those words. Um, their first kiss is interrupted by a call from the sit room, which kind of is in tone with what we're just discussing. Because I think dads everywhere wish that the job was respected so much that they could just eject from any situation yes. that it needs be. That's oh, what I it can't is. They kiss do and then this. he doesn't have to stick around and like talk I to her some to more. I have to run a war. Yeah. <laughs> and just fuck off. I, and you know, like I want that. 
I want to be able to say the thing I need to do right now is so important yep. that you understand, don't you? And, yep. you know, all of my friends are like, yeah, we understand. Right. He's got to go bomb me. a country. And again, mm-hmm. it's it's they're doing a it's a straw man thing where it's like, <laughs> what if I was the president? You would respect my job. And it's like, no, you look at you work at fucking Foot Locker. Yeah, can, exactly. Yeah, you're a manager. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to run off every fucking time you're a fucking podcaster right it's 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 that's what it is it's for all the daddies watching to be like that's right it's important what i do because it puts food on the table and also uh you know it's a valuable part of society and i'm respected uh-huh. when i that's when i go want. out at night that's a business meeting it's business mm-hmm. we're discussing business at the bar yep at the bar yeah so but it's, yeah it's the it's best case I'm scenario of this. like he uh, has to go he's got he's they're having a war he has to fucking go he has to go and it's true in the same vein uh after he kind of makes a decision and he, because everyone's saying like you're not a military president you never served and stuff like that that's some of the bob rumson's uh l- lobbying attacks at him uh he's like well uh attack you know he's like he becomes a strong and we we see but he's him sad about it at, but he's sad about it and that's the thing the other that's a very sorkin thing it's also a very dad thing which is because everyone talks immediately like even his close circle of acolytes are all people talking about the optics of these decisions but douglas president is begrieved by the fact that he just ordered the death of some janitor who didn't know that he's gonna die today because i made a decision an hour ago it's the most that building yeah it's the most sorkin moment which is that it is such fantasy where it's that i guarantee every president from biden to whoever the first one is i can't look it up um <laughs> every single one if they're in this situation they'd be like attack also can i watch a video of it do you have a helmet i could wear while i watch yeah. like that's mm-hmm. that's the truth is like they they do this thing where he's like they forced my hand and i am mourning the death of this janitor whose order whose mm-hmm. whose death i have ordered and it, he gives a big speech about it and it's just mm, num, 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 num. It's so also- sorkin it's also how I think a lot of people deal with cost. You know, when they make a decision that it like fucks someone over, they have to justify it to themselves to sleep. Right. I think this is a form of justification. Whether or not you agree that it's a valid one, that's not my business, but it's definitely coming from this place where people who do make these rough decisions and you know, who are usually dads, you know, Such that's a dad just the, moment. Yeah. it's just a very dad way of approaching it because it's kind of, it's kind of a straw man argument. Uh, it, it's not really valid in terms of like, well, you still did the attack, but you can feel bad about it. That doesn't right. mean really that it's justifiable because you feel bad. Right. But in the same instance, you know, here we are and uh, it's a good scene more or less. Um, there's a scene where uh, Benning, is uh, second guessing the relationship while she's packing up boxes. And I wrote this down because the phone rings and she worriedly looks at it and says, it's him. Yeah. And this is where it could be a horror movie. Cause imagine <laughs> like she could, she imagine if she had went to the dinner to be polite yes. and still wasn't attracted to him. And then he like kissed her <laughs> and she didn't know how to get out of it. 
Like you can see yourself being kind of frozen, you know, like Joe Biden could take me into the dish room and give me a tender kiss. And then he runs away before I can say, listen, man, this is not, this is not for me. And even when I do broach the topic, he's like, Hey, let's talk about something else. Right. And then he starts (laughs) calling me and it's like, fuck. This is all very troubling. Yeah. It's, and so like, it's really convenient that she's into it. Oh, uh, I'm sure he I mean, would it, back off if she wasn't. But I'm the sure point there being would that be there's a certain signs. amount of social pressure here. Right. It's all because that's kind of how we like our flirting in movies is that it's kind of like it's the will they won't they kind of thing. It's right. like, oh, I'm being coy all the time on both sides. Uh, it's just funny uh, she, because they're both max fuckable. So, you yeah, know, we all want it to happen. And that's 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 us being the freaks. I right. mean, the audience, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we're really the ones to blame. And Sorkin for giving us what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, though, she comes at him hard about ending the relationship because um, uh, he legit like because like things are really becoming coming to a head and things are getting out of control. Uh, and this is uh, before we really get the reveal of the flag burning stuff. But yes. he legit gaslights her. In this sequence where like he zig like he says like call me Andy again and which means like you know I'm an everyday guy but then she's like well I don't know about like you can't like you can't get away with like like just treating me in this fashion and then he's like you raise your voice to the president right (laughs) so he's playing both sides of I'm the president and I'm just an average guy right and And what he's trying to do is set up the idea of like you need to stop thinking of me as the president right Uh, and he's yeah he should be like it's good thank you raise your voice to the president but he he like teases her about it and it's like isn't that what you want Mm -hmm. yeah and i know it's all playful and fun and this isn't really a problem in an actual romantic setting but it does indicate that he doesn't take her issue seriously right and he's always confident that he'll get what he wants which is annette benning in a dress shirt and nothing else and suddenly has that and i love this trope uh he immediately becomes a bumbling little boy of course he does yeah because that's the how that's how we deal with sex in this country is like men are like i'm in control and then the second that a woman is suddenly a little too sexy they're like oh no michael douglas is killing it he says like are you you're not nervous and she's like no and he's like my nervousness exists on several levels uh and Mm -hmm. and then he starts talking over talking i want to say this is the most so this is a romantic film right Mm -hmm. and again wrapping it in bacon serving it to a dad they so they need the them to have a romantic uh, sex scene. How do you yeah. get there? How do you get to tender ass sex? Uh, easy. You do sex to prove a point. Fight yes. sex because the Fight idea sex. is he says Proof to her sex. like, you know, you're you're nervous because like he says like, are you attracted to me? And he's like, I I bet all the other first la- ladies weren't nervous about having sex with their husbands. Because they knew them before they were president. And the problem is you're nervous because you'll never stop thinking of me as the president. And she's like, oh, oh, yeah. And she's like, well, hold on. I got to go take a dump. And she goes into the bathroom (laughs) and he's like ranting about like, we're going to take it slow. And one day you won't think of me as the president. And then she comes out wearing only his shirt. Mm-hmm. And so it's to prove a fuck point where she's like, oh, no, I'm going to I'm going to fuck you sideways. I'm fuck you right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to point out 
I I don't know if you would wrote it down or not, but like as because like most sex scenes do, it just kind of crossfades into oblivion. Yeah, and it says like and dot dot dot, and then they had sex. Uh, but before they fuck, just note that the last thing scripted and said in the scene is dot dot dot. If Eisenhower were here. <laughs> Because he's like bumbling and making a point about it's like so good. Yeah, it's just so fucking good. She also just, seems to be checking the durability of the bed, so you know that mm-hmm. shit got rough. That shit uh, got real rough. Yeah, but yeah, so they needed this to happen, but they needed it, and of course, it puts Michael Douglas in a way like, see, he didn't coerce her. She's mm-hmm. you know like she's the one in charge. She's the instigator. And if you, you remember, see. the judge sort of has that as well. Yeah. Um, where it's like Vera he is, is in you charge. think about the president having sex with a lobbyist um we, we we don't even have to imagine this there has been situations where a president has engaged in sexual intercourse uh or sexual activity uh with somebody who perhaps they shouldn't have not naming mm-hmm. any names uh mm-hmm. but you know i there's, don't know there's really just the one about. <laughs> um or the one recently and mm-hmm. so like uh normally you realize like okay they're using their position of power to kind of like even if it's consensual it's still like really fucked up <laughs> uh mm-hmm. and in this situation so they have to make it so that it's like it's super Annette Benning's idea um, <clears throat> yes and of because course otherwise it's an issue yeah michael douglas is a real snack and he's he you know like in this situation mm-hmm. it is in fact a consensual uh, uh, non-problematic sex scene, but they have to build this situation for it to be that way. Right. Otherwise, it would uh, it would be an issue. Yeah. Uh, and get in the way of what they want to do. And um, yeah, I want to talk about the next morning because there's yeah. this kerfuffle over like she's trying to get it out of, out early because the press seeing Benning spending the night uh, would be an issue. There, so there's a kerfuffle, and uh, and she left her car there. So the 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 problem is that the press already know that she stayed the night, so they're already camped out. Yeah, and several staff walk in, like Sheen and Michael J. Fox, and they arrive in the bedroom of Douglas President. And I could not help but think about how Sheen and Michael J. Fox are all smelling last night's hot sex <laughs> in the cold air of the morning. Yeah. And like, they're like, Oh, the way so that's Douglas... what the president's jizz looks like. I can see it right there on the bed. <laughs> the way that Douglas walks around that room is like, he knows that they smell it too, because he's like stretching and tying like, his take bath it in, boys. robe and smiling. <laughs> and the smell of the room is just probably filthy. Oh yeah. And they're all thinking about it. Oh, hundred percent. And he wants everyone to smell them. I need to uh, also, do another bacon uh, analogy yeah, yeah. here. Hit me with the bacon. Romantic comedies tend to have a chorus. And what I mean by that yes. is uh, there's always the funny friends that when, so because it is a romantic comedy, the entire plot is around a coupling of two individuals. That means all the other side characters have to have something to say about it. They have to react to it. They have to go, oh my God. You know, like when uh, mm-hmm. and Anastasia Steele is dating Christian Grey. <laughs> People have to go like, "Oh my God, him! Wow!" 
And so well. they need the equivalent of that in this, and that is the president's aides all right. have to be squabbling around it, going, "Oh my goodness, you guys slept together!" But they can't just be like drinking mimosas and 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 gushing over it. So right. they create a political intrigue version, which is the press is outside. We have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And we get an immediate response from our president, who's the most confident he's ever been, yeah, because he's fresh from that sex, yeah. And he and he tells Annette Benning, "You're gonna go see, rep- you're gonna see reporters and photographers every day. This is what you're gonna do, you know." And he's back in control. Daddy right. has control of it all. And um, just and just so the CIA has to listen to this, mm-hmm. uh, if I was gonna try to attack the president or kill the president, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um. You'd think if the president had a girlfriend that was just walking around, that would be a big target for kidnapping or other yeah, things. That's and they're right. just sort of, he's just sort of like, good luck to her. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> like, he's just like go yeah, with you're going to be flooded with reporters. This is your deal. Your now. life will never be the same. Uh, we're not going to give you any protection. I'm once again going to act like there is no special circumstances with the situation. The fact that I am president. Right. Uh, and then we get kind of like what propels us into the big act three, which is there's a new story over a montage of the relationship developing, uh, which is so great. It's like last night, Sidney Allen Wade stayed over at the president's personal residence. I know it's not that far fetched to have like presidential no. gossip, but this it's is just the 90s that... when a president had a similar treatment. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But that was also infidelity and like the, you know, there was skin in the game for a lot right. of people in America. This is just a, a dating is happening. Anyway, right. um, it, it's, it's not that far fetched. It's just funny that barely anyone knows about it yet. Uh, but we get Dreyfus finding an old college photo of Benning burning a flag. Yes. So now we have a conflict between, and this is what this is the central dad conflict. We get a conflict between the CDC, the love of a woman, and America. Yep. So as we know, this must be solved in dad's house. Wife and country cannot be at odds. So there's I we 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 have this momentary kind of hesitance about like, is she an American? That's obviously what. Uh, Rumson Dreyfus is going to, you know, take this and use it as ammunition. We're not super worried about the relationship, but it's just one more thing on top of everything else where it's like, okay, now this is going to be even spin his, you know, numbers out of control, fuck her life up. Like this is not, it's not necessarily good. Is it worth it? Is it worth it for us to be together? And that's like the, like in most romance films, it's the last kind of straw you know, or it's it's building up and planting what will be the last straw for the big moment of redemption. Um, but yeah, uh, and we get another scene where Douglas President has to break off like a date with uh, Annette Benning, and he sees the flower shop girl before that he called yep. before. And I just wanted to mention this because as he walks in, the lady working there, the you know, like at the counter, passes out from his presence. Right. Do you think that if you ever were so to see Biden walking around much in reverence. real life, you would pass out, Dave? So much reverence. It's so uh, good. No, I wouldn't. I once, so I was once uh, <laughs> for the FBI and CIA. I was once about twenty feet away from Obama once, and I didn't oh, yeah? pass out. You didn't pass out. Good nope. for you. I think you know I would. You know just pass this is, out. Sorry, this is cool. I was twenty feet above him. Ooh, even better. Yeah. 
not going to so explain you're further. Down at his, you're going to look down at his head. Directly above him. Yeah. Oh, that's the best angle to see a president. You know, what, you know you. what's wild? It was what's me wild? and Robert Evans. We're that's 20 feet worse. directly above the I don't Obama, the president of the United story. States of I know that our audience really wants to know <laughs> the, the story. I'm not going to be an investigative journalist. I'm not going to ask any okay. questions about it. And that's it. That's that. Yeah. So <laughs> point is we didn't faint. Yeah. Point is you were cool cats. Yep. <laughs> but uh, there's another scene I wanted to point out that Benning and uh, Douglas president are on the couch and they're watching TV. And there's a news story about how great the president's health is. Yes. <laughs> he's so strong. And, and he's like, nah, tell me about the game. Because tell me about the not game. the movie, the game starring Michael Douglas, but the, the sports game because he's a dad. He likes sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an interesting turn of events, <laughs> Benning actually mentions in one scene, everyone tries to turn a deaf ear to this like publicity and optics shit about our relationship, but you ignore it. So she actually points out right. the thing that is the problem. Because they start, and, yeah, Rumsfeld, uh, or whatever his fucking name is, yeah, starts yeah, yeah. implying that she had traded sexual favors. <clears throat> and he's yes. like, I can't respond to it. And it's like, motherfuckers. Really? <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm asking you as your girlfriend to respond to to it. shut this motherfucker down. And yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna be a bully. But it, uh, what I love about this, and it's 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 both dadness, but probably just sarkinness. Uh, it does immediately turn in to how this is not about Annette Benning's character, but it's about the president. Even Annette Benning is like, how can you keep quiet while they destroy your legacy? Right. <laughs> This movie is called The American President. Right. Not the fir possible first lady. Right. Uh, to which he says, I don't have the luxury to lose my patience. In other words, so I'm dad. principled and everyone else can go fuck yep, off. He's such a daddy. Right. Which in turn is followed by Benning saying that, look, you know, I love you. But maybe things would be better if I just disappeared for right. a while. And his response to that is, I'd find you. Yep. <laughs> I just think that that is a back and forth. That it's is just, wild. It's so perfect. It's just like, th things are coming. Like, no one is answering any questions. <laughs> People are just saying crazy statements. This is sort of changing the subject. Did we get to the softball guy? Speaking of crazy statements, I don't think no. There's just one quick part where this fucking mm. maniac uh, is like takes the person aside and is complaining about women's softball ball. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This at a is party, at the, the yeah, uh, and, it, party. and it's just like it's just shoehorned in. I was just like, I want a movie about that fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah, Title <laughs> Nine, dude. Yeah, uh, I also love that at this party. There's just a shot of an open bowl of nog. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, nice. Just, yeah, yeah. Just drinking some nog with the buddies. Uh, just gross. Just a weird choice, Rob Reiner. Yeah. Um, so Annette Benning drops that she met with some senators at this party. She met with some senators earlier in the day, and they said the only thing that they hate worse than the crime bill is the environment bill, mm. which Sheen lays out that if they can sacrifice the environment the environment bill for the sake of the crime bill and get these three votes from these dudes. Uh, they can get the crime bill passed, no problem. Right. So we so, have this conflict between Douglas President's word to Annette Benning that he'd support the environment bill, but now the crime bill, which is like how he really what he stakes his entire like State of the Union address on, 
is threatened by his dwindle and the fact that he's yeah. now because of his relationship his dwindling support numbers so his political future can be solved by betraying her right she's lobbying so hard that her boyfriend president has to rat fuck her basically yes she's gonna get rat she's so good and i would okay so i understand where she's coming from mm-hmm. however if mm-hmm. i was also a lobbyist I wouldn't tell my boyfriend president. I wouldn't make that this mistake. I wouldn't tell her. Because I'd have the that. foresight to know that this she is gets, how it works. Yeah. Spoiler. She gets mad at him and because she gets fired. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should have been fired. You told your boyfriend president, <laughs> who you might not even keep a relationship with, for all you know, mm-hmm. some really important political uh, information that he can use to fucking rat fuck your 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 company your co- that's uh, right that's not that wasn't good it's shitty for him to do it don't get me wrong yeah he's also shitty but she should also be kind of mad at herself for doing that that's all that's uh, it's a good point to make uh and so in the so they kind of they go and do that basically they basically rat fucker and there's a scene where michael j fox makes an appeal to Douglas this would, president. Yeah, I would call this the climax of the Sorkin of yes. it all. Yes. This is the as far as Sorkin's concerned, this is the climax of the film. Because it's the lead up to the big speech. It's the motivation for the victory. Yeah. Um and it's and because it's all about building up exactly what your duties are and yeah. stepping up and saying something to fight back against Dreyfus and yeah, he needs to save the crime bill and do all these things. So Michael J. Fox says, you have an obligation to rat fucker. And uh, there's this elaborate metaphor about people st- seeing a mirage and when there's no water, yeah. they drink, they're thirsty, so they drink, they drink the, the sand. sand because they don't know the difference. Which I don't even think is true. Like, this is not a good analogy, but like there's the president also, also says back... I think that the American people are actually dumb and it's not because they're thirsty. It's because they do what they they're told and they don't know the difference. No, that's, yeah. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. He, he says that, um, but you also miss, cause this is, yeah, through a haze of crack smoke, it's mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin just dumping the most Aaron Sorkin shit. They say the president doesn't answer to you, Lewis. And he goes, Oh yes, he does. I'm a citizen. That's this right. is my president. Oh, yeah. There's so many lines like that where it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It's like, it's again, it's like a parody. It's like that Futurama with the, the, the Harold Zoid <laughs> doing yeah. the like president movie. Uh-huh. It's all the cliches of a political it's thriller. Beautiful. It's I beautiful. fucking love it. I just want it on repeat in my household. Uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah. And then we get the scene where Benning finds out, that she got rat fucked and there's obviously an argument and a blow up uh and she says and he uh oh yeah she says you didn't lose today the environment lost is something i'm sorry he says the environment gets screwed yeah where i'm like that's bleak that's not also that's that's not what she's saying yes that's true but i also lost today like that's what it's not they're not mutually exclusive right but my favorite thing my favorite thing is her zinger that as she exits and like this is uh, i I just want to set it up this is the most sorkin line that ever existed you didn't lose me today you lost my vote yep (laughs) again nothing is bigger than the office nothing nothing it's just so mm, money mm, shot sorkin money shot 
the flag waving and just everybody jerking off on the flag. Yeah, that's what this because is. you can literally see this in a parody of someone saying like, "Mr. President, boyfriend, you didn't just lose me; you lost my vote." It's president perfect. boyfriend. Yes, perfect. They should have called this President Boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> yes. It's yes, a terrible title, but they should have done that. <laughs> or, yeah. So it's all boiling to a head for the State of the Union. Douglas has two lame bills. He isn't fighting people's distaste for his personal life. He's lashing out at Sheen, his best friend. These are all unhinged things. Right. He has a fight with AJ. In. I just yeah. want to know. He says about Bob Rumson, has he lied? Has he said anything? And it's like... Yeah, actually, he said that she traded sexual vapors for votes. Yeah. Like, well, it's weird that, that you, is, that's, that's where he's coming from. Don't, but, yeah. He didn't lie. Uh, but his point is that he's like, ah, you know, like, I, I can't fight this man. I can't say that he's wrong. It's not, it's beneath me. Uh, and he keeps beating this drum that you only fight the fights you win versus the fights that you that need fighting. So the president takes a solemn walk. Around Ooh. the Oval Office. I want to know, the yeah. fight ends with something that's kind of notable, is he says to AJ, like, if my wife had been alive, would I have won that election? And AJ says, I don't know, but I would have loved to have my friend back. Uh, and that's just a sweet moment. It kind of completes the wife arc, what has been <laughs> hanging over him, this idea of, like, did my wife's death get me the... Mm-hmm. Uh, it is ruined yeah. by him immediately saying, like, but I wouldn't have been elected if I was in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no he wheelchairs. All, he said it a million times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he <laughs> walks around because like because Sheen gives him Sheen gives him a lot to think about. And yeah. I just love this moment where it's just like it's just crossfades. This is so Rob Reiner, where he's just walking around having a good think about America. Yep. Uh because Tomorrow is the day, the State of the Union. He addresses, yep. but before the State of the Union, because we need to show someone who's like, ah, I can't even, I have to go off script. You know, I can't do this at the State of the Union. I'm just going to tell this press room. Uh, he talks about his character slander. He gives his big speech, and it's the big thing that's going to win everyone over. He right. says that he's throwing out the crime bill. He's going to a more aggressive version of the environment bill. That twenty percent instead of the ten percent. Yeah, he's he's basically saying like I'm going to do what Sydney wanted. He doesn't say that, but, but he's doing it he's for doing the right it. reasons now. Right. And I just want to note, he says I'm going to get the guns, and I just want to emphasize he's going to take all the guns. Yeah, I want to emphasize that for uh, next scene, but that's all. yes. Uh, no, I, I I'm 100 percent with you. Uh, yeah, he goes to task on Dreyfus, basically wraps up all of the things that were set up in the previous scene saying that he has no character and he can't he's out at like Sydney Allen Wade she's out of your league because she has done a bunch of great you know humanitarian right. things and you don't have any character and he ends with he ends this speech with my name is Andrew Shepard and I am the president right he also <laughs> says like I love two women. I lost one to cancer and I lost the other for like not doing my job or something yes. like that, which is the most dad idea, right? Not right. only is he a good that he's a workaholic, but he's not working enough. Uh, yeah. And also like the American people are listening to this going, what the fuck? What is, what is he talking Did about? He? It, so like, I would argue if I were running against him, I would be like, the president had a breakup and changed 
the laws policies he changed yeah. his policies based off the breakup this is literally <laughs> what we were warning you about right we can't have someone who's this unhinged yeah you know yeah because that's keep your personal shit personal we know it sucks but you know like right this, you're the president right yeah uh, like this is terrible optics but yeah, let's say what we want to say about I'm going to take all the guns because, because my take is that okay. he's just going to lose, right? Oh, okay. So I had a more dark take. Yeah. Well, yes. Again, he's going to lose because he's saying, I'm going to take all your guns. And also it's because my girlfriend told me to. Yeah. Um, and that's bad. But the next scene, he's like, I'm going to go to her house and I'm going to convince her to take me back. I want right. a car. I'm going to drive a car. A Chevy. I want a non-bulletproof automobile. He says non-bulletproof. Right. Uh, and he's like, and I'm going to drive over there. And I'm like, my, my man, you literally just said on the air that you're going to take everyone's guns. And now you Somebody. want to get in a non-bulletproof car by yourself and drive into the that's, city. That's why you he are specifies committing it. suicide. That's why he specifies it, though. It's perfect. It's a boomer dream. He's like, I will... Like I will own the libs. <laughs> it's the equivalent of saying I will own the libs by not wearing like bulletproof vests or something right. like that. I the will I own the Republicans. Yeah. This is one of those things we should have noted from the start. Every time he d tries to make a romantic gesture, he says, I'm going to do it myself. I want to use my own credit card. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go into the flower shop. And that's a very big dad energy, which is you don't, yeah. you don't give this to an assistant. It's no condoms, god damn it. No love <laughs> condoms. It's gotta be raw. You gotta raw dog your love. Yeah. You gotta get your hands dirty. You gotta do it yourself. You mm -hmm. build that shed by yourself. Uh, and so, like, that's what's happening, right? And, and that's his attitude throughout. But what it does still create is a moment where the president of the United States wants to go out in public with no protection after <laughs> announcing that he's going to get rid of guns. Mm -hmm. And if I were the Secret Service, I would tase the president would, to save his life. Yeah, I would inject a serum or yeah. just a sedative into him and let him chill yeah. out for a few hours. Yeah. It'd be like, sir, we, ha we are about to commit like mutiny to save your life. Yeah, uh, I don't think we you understand. To. You are. I'm surprised that this hasn't happened before, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't have to do any of that, though, because uh, it's another boomer fantasy. His girlfriend is already here. She's arrived. Yep. Annette Benning has already taken him back because she was listening in her car. And uh, and they fuck in the Oval Office until yeah, the right credits. there on the desk. No. <laughs> she says, "I didn't, I didn't come back because of the the fucking environment bill." Yeah. Or he says, "I didn't do that for you," and she's like, "I didn't come back because of that." Mm -hmm. uh, and and it's like, yeah, I mean, the public's gonna think that though. <laughs> You're yeah, still, you, you yeah. really tanked your you fucking. Really, yeah, he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose he's the bill, gonna and lose. he's gonna lose the election. But hey, you know they're together. So the movie ends with him walking into the State of Union, and, and what does everybody clapping. do? Yeah, everybody claps. claps. Yep, and, and that's, that's the end. That's the American president. That's the I American president. I love this stupid fucking movie. This fucking movie, man. I love it so much. So it makes me happy every time I watch it. Every like this time. is this is I've watched this movie, no joke, probably about fifteen times. I probably um, watched it like ten. Yeah. Yeah. And it is my like feel bad movie. It is the movie that I put on if I just need to cheer up. And it is stupid. It's so good. And it's it's that political shit. It's uh mm. this and Dave. You know? I will do 
Back, oh, Dave. Like, yeah. Double header. Yeah, not I'm less name. into Dave, but I, I, I respect Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same energy, though. It's the yeah. same. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's all about, like, let's get down to earth, grassroots presidents. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or, like, um, uh, what's the one with Warren Beatty? Uh, Bullworth. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a right. darker one. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that, it's darker. That's like. Yeah, that's like a Sorkin plot that then just gets like really realistic. Right. It's like anti-wag the dog kind yeah. of. Yeah. You know, like that's I, that's not the shit I'm for. I'm for the the folksy wholesome shit. That's right. that's the dad shit. That's the true dad shit. I think. Yeah. Um, uncut. Like a uncut. good like a good rock a crack. Yeah. Uh, rock hard this, daddy. This movie is my crack. It really is. Yeah, you and so, well, Sorkin's crack is crack. Uh, yeah. I think we should talk about. I think so. This is a good segue. We finished the movie. We got inside this dad. So let's end this podcast by kind of ta- entering the smoking room. That's what I call it. This segment uh, to the smoking room, yep. where I want to talk about what do we learn about this as we were episode three. We're gonna go to episode four. We've talked about two films we are marshall and the judge we will i assume we're going to end this by telling people what the next film is right sure yeah yeah yeah. we can talk about that without i mean people will know this by the name of the next one women are in danger that's number one yes to me women are well no sorry number one is reverence reverence for the system uh yes um and And i'll throw in yeah women in danger what else in danger uh, I think that it's it's something about using guile in fights is something that we talk about in this yes. movie. It's cleverness. the Sorkin cleverness. Uh, violence is only when necessary. We have the bombing scene, and there's uh, there's a moral center to the viciousness that life can create, and right. dads protect us from. Yep, uh, daughters. Yep. period clever daughters uh we love them clever daughters that's a that's not in all of these but yeah. uh generally speaking the last three at least they were all daddies right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all daddies now this one you don't uh you, you, we don't have the fucking your possible daughter no but, but we didn't and we are marshall either yeah we did that's but true. they all were parents like matthew mcconaughey had kids um I would also say uh, sports, references to sports. Yeah, let's hit up some re- sports references and make our sport or uh, the vibe of our family. Like male bonding comes down to sports. Yeah. You know what was missing from this, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, piss and poop. I was going to say funny. piss and shit or not as. But uh, dicks. We have dicks in this. We do have dicks. We do have dicks. So let's let's update the list with piss and shit and dicks. Or one of the above. <laughs> All right. That? Are you writing this down? I am writing it down because oh, I wow. really do want to have uh, a, something that I can reference. Is like yeah. This is the dad movie. Uh, another thing that I want to po- point out, and now we're getting the auxiliary ones, really. Uh, the inc- There's an, a part of the inciting incident or the preamble to a character detail is tragedy. Tragedy, yeah. The concept in this movie of him being a widow... Uh, yep. In We that Are goes, Marshall, it's the plane crash, the literal inciting incident. Right. That goes hand in hand, I think, with women are in peril. Yeah. Um, I I do think there's... So we talked about like guile and cleverness. I mm-hmm. think there's an element of doing your job. 
and being underestimated. Um, mm-hmm. Because in every single one, the judge, he's sort of underestimated in his cleverness, right? Um, it's about getting the job done. Um, we yep. are Marshall. It's about we're going to coach this thing no matter what. We talked about the idea of plowing through your emotions. Mm-hmm. We're definitely seeing that in all of these, right? Um, yep. Plowing through emotions. Dads want to have control over grief. Yep. Control over grief. Or, oh, I'm not going to get in a character debate with this guy. We're plowing ahead. Mm-hmm. Staying the course. And whether or not that's good or not. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. I 100% agree. Uh, and I would say like, so I, I, I'm trying to figure out the right word for this. It's kind of like bureaucracy. Um, we have the presidency. We have these parts where they're making deals, right? Maybe making deals is the right word. Uh, but then we have courtroom, courtroom dramas. Uh, and then um, I feel like even in the sports one, there's some bureaucracy as well. Uh, but not as much. There's like the boardroom meeting about like what's going to happen to the team. But I, I feel like there's something there. I also feel like there's an element of and then they all cr- clapped. But that might not be exclusive to a dad film. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have Marshall kind of has it. It kind of has it. Yeah. That's right. Another thing is that it was kind of like we talked about piss and shit and dicks. Um, I think it's more specific than that now that I think about it, because we, when I'm looking at the other movies, we need to have proof at some point that like his dick works or that he's sexually or physically powerful. We need to tell the dad that like, yes, dad, you are the strong one. Right. Yes. 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 (laughs) This Uh, is all. mm. Yeah. I think. Okay. Okay. This is what I like. Yeah. And I think so for episode four, we're going to do these in batches. Lord knows I want to keep doing these. Um, and so this as long as both as of us are alive, <laughs> yeah. you know, as long as one of us doesn't get shot by the FBI, I don't not mm. saying who, um, <laughs> but uh, as long as that doesn't happen, we'll keep doing it. But I think for episode four, we should like really come to a, a solid list. Like right now we have I, a lot of there, like man. floating ideas. I think every single one should be summed up in like a sentence. Like, yeah, we're dialing it into like the. I'm starting to see like formulation of like big three and like, you know, maybe like two or three other like ones that are pretty much stand up. Right. Uh, But there's like it's starting to like we're trying to we're finding a unified field theory of dad, I think. Yes. And I I think the next one's going to be really surprising because I already know. There is an element missing that's in all three of these other films mm-hmm. of that film, which is that our next film covers characters who aren't literally fathers. That's And that's when we start getting into the good stuff, because it's like, what is what is dad when there exactly. is no dad? When there is no dad, what makes a dad? What is essence of dad? Yes. The spunk of dad. Yes. And that movie that we're going to be watching so you can watch along with us so next week when we appear for episode four make sure you queue up in the old watcher the fugitive Mm. Mm. 1993's the fugitive the prequel to u.s marshals yes (laughs) yeah uh robert downey jr on cocaine in it yes it did but don't watch us <laughs> doing a real sorkin um, we'll be oh, talking about the fugitive the fugitive 
uh, which one I man. mean, of course we are. Of course we'll be talking about. We the gotta fugitive. be talking about it. Yeah, and so we're and we're also you know as per this uh, this podcast, we're going to be talking about in, a, in an auxiliary way, essentially what like these. Because we had like we are martial arts sports movies in general. We're trying to use it as a stand-in so we don't have to cover like eighty eight hundred movies. And today we talked about you know romances and such. Uh, so when we talk about the fugitive, we're going to be throwing in other action thrillers as well. Yes, um, but we definitely we selected these knowing we're going to keep doing these this show. So mm-hmm. like, if you're like, wow, we'll there's some obvious it. dad films of. X genre, yeah, you missed. We like, know yeah, we're not going to do one genre only once. We are, we're we're sort of warming up, right? We see the comments. We know people are already saying like, "Where's Master and Commander? Where's the Patriot?" Right? Where's do, have people Gladiator. actually commenting that? I don't know. I'm just calling my shot. Oh, okay, yeah, because I I don't re- I'm, I'm not. Gonna you don't read. read. You don't read though. I'll uh, try. What What about Air Force One? We know. We'll cu- We'll talk about them. We're doing yeah. this the way we want to do it. You know why? Because we're dads. Yes, and I, I just want to say, mm-hmm. I was, I was saying that not about the fugitive, because to me, I'm gonna have a really hard time figuring out what's more of a dad film than the fugitive. The In fugitive my head, is that is the president of dad films. That's the Michael Douglas of. It's of the dad, dad of the dad films. It, it really is. Uh, and so I'm excited to talk about that. Here's something that we haven't even talked about, though. We haven't, and maybe this will be down the line when we have an episode five. Uh, we haven't even talked about war movies, motherfucker. I know so we many. The, so the problem, my problem many. with war movie, um, is that like in order to really do a dad war movie, it has to be like a, a 10 part Ken Burns documentary, right? That's technically the ultimate. That's true. Yeah. But Lord, like Lord help us if we have to cover documentaries. No, we're not going to cover Ken Burns. Okay. Baseball. We're not going to do it. Okay. And God. I don't think we're going to cover saving private Ryan, even though that's one of the more perfect, uh, dad movies, just because we've talked about saving Conflict private Ryan interest. twice yeah. twice in this on this uh network it was our first frame rate and also we talked about it on spielboys yeah. and it's just like all right i'm done talking about saving private yeah, Ryan. absolutely uh, we can find another one we can talk about black hawk down or whatever you know oh yeah fine. uh but yeah that's a wrap on romance uh we will never talk about romance ever again because we did it, and it's all we need. Yeah, there might be another somewhere, but I can't think of one right away. It's not as perfect. Um, yeah, it's harder. We'll it's d- a hard pill to sm- mm-hmm. swallow, which is why you have to wrap it in Martin mm-hmm. Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk Cape Fear or something. Cape Fear is a dad <laughs> film. You know that romance <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not a romance <laughs> film, but it is a dad yeah, film. Yeah, we, we have to talk about horror at some point. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We've yep. been dads. You've been We've listeners. Been I I hope that you enjoyed this, uh, Dave. Where if they liked what you were uh, yapping about during this episode, where else can they find you? Right. So you, uh, thank you for listening to this on the Small Beans Network. I uh, also have a network with Tom Ryman called Gamefully Unemployed. G A M E F U L O Y Unemployed. Wherever you get your podcasts, or go to Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed to get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Muller is a Maniac. We also do podcasts uh, with the Small Beans Network, such as Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys, as you mentioned. 
That is all. I'm on Twitter at Movie Hooligan. And I guess I am on other things, but don't expect me to be active on, uh, honestly, any of those. On anything. Don't expect anything. In real life, don't expect me to get up or to like walk around much. You know? I'm the same way. And I can be found on Twitter at Abe the Mighty. Um, Yeah, go to patreon.com slash smallbeans. You're going to catch all the like things that he mentioned. Uh, If you enjoy this and are part of Free Feed, visit throw us a few dollars keep the lights on it would be great um there's a bunch of exclusive shows you'll get by doing so including probably this one i haven't decided what exactly i'm going to put behind the paywall and i make the decisions so if you have any issues with that you can email at the smallbeans at gmail.com and you'll give me just a piece of your mind (laughs) but uh from here on in we continue to be dads and we'll see you next week thanks for listening Mm. Dads. 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 <laughs> uh.